And then the third joke I put on Twitter was, you know, getting away from profession-oriented humor. Why don't mushrooms ever share their feelings? So this is a little bit of fun with fungus. You're right. We haven't had fun with fungus in a while. But we are doing so right now. A. Because they're a fungi! Exclamation point. B. Because they tend to get too mush-y. C. Because they don't want to seem toxic. Again, small sample size, but also a smaller standard deviation. Because joke C got 91% of the votes. Because they don't want to seem toxic. That was me. It looks like 10 out of 11. Give me some credit for being funnier than a robot. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then B, they don't want to get too mushy. That was actually Zoe's punchline. Our 10-year-old. And then A is obviously then the AI punchline, and that did not get any votes. I do. It's a joke I would make. It's it's a very bad joke. Um, But I did like the addition of the exclamation point. Yeah, that was very creative. I give of, I give the bot the a little bit of credit for that. Yeah. I would like to use this opportunity to debut some of my original jokes. Oh, okay. How do mattress companies ensure their products are comfortable for their customers? I don't know. They run snoozeability tests. Oh. Why are project managers so good at gymnastics? Hmm. Because they're agile. Um, this one is so generic, I'm sure it's been said before. But why did the creative writing professor go to the graveyard? To find the plot. Hmm. You had to dig deep for that one, didn't you? Now that is a dad joke. Well, it'll become a dad joke once it's been done to death. Okay. We started playing around with your profession. Technically, you're what? An arborist? Mm-hmm. This one is from the AI. Why did the arborist go to the bank? To get a branch loan. <laughs> this is the territory of failing so hard it, tur- it wraps around to a win. <laughs> and then I asked you to come up with a couple. So you should deliver these. Why did the arborist go to the bank? Why? He saw their ad. Uh Uh-huh. Or, he had trouble logging into their website. That, That one would get my vote. What did the arborist say when he planted an oak tree? Tell me. AI says, this oak will grow and grow. (laughs) funny in its this is very much the same ignorance yes (laughs) and then i mean the ones we came up with instead of a joke it came up with a truth statement wow (laughs) (laughs) now this one we didn't come up with great punchlines but well okie doke does this look okay to you Then I wanted to ask a joke about academic podcasters. Mm. 
What did the academic podcaster say when their podcast was over? That's a wrap of knowledge. Exclamation point. My suggested punchline was, this was an exploratory pilot podcast. Not funny, but not bad. All right, one more, and then I'll be done, I promise. When I was thinking of which one to put on Twitter, I was debating between the cross the road one and the trapped in an elevator one. You haven't said the trapped in an elevator yet. But I will. What did the technical communicator do when he got stuck in an elevator? This is the question it came up with when you said write a joke about technical communicators. Correct. That was my prompt. The answer it came up with was wrote a detailed manual on how to get out, which is similar in theme to the crossing the road one. The one that I came up with was he said finally some alone time. I think that's probably... More of an assumption that technical communicators are introverts like you. Fair enough. So again, relying upon stereotypes. But if what my students report to me is representative at all of the tech comm population, then they do lean on the introvert side. Last punchline I came up with. You get to read this one. Question, what did the technical communicator do when he got stuck in an elevator? Recorded a three-part podcast series about risk and hazard communication. Hey! (laughs) Yeah, that was a little personal. I'd like to close with one more chat GPT experiment I did. So I'm famously bad at titles. I'm just not creative. So I asked it, what could I title my lolcats-inspired cookbook? Secretly, I wanted to see if it was going to include cheeseburgers. Mm Mm-hmm. Because in the early days of memes, when it was just captioned cat pictures... I can has cheeseburger. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where you had to go for memes in the olden days. And anyways, I was curious if it could draw on that history, that legacy... Mm-hmm. But it didn't. No. Instead, it suggested cooking with cat memes. Deliciously perfect recipes for every occasion. Did it come up with anything else interesting? Oh. The other stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if we have time for it, but in case we do, I asked it to title an autobiography for an engineer turned arborist who loves space and renewable energy. What did it say? Leaves and Stars, colon, a memoir of an engineer arborist's journey to a sustainable future. What do you think? I mean, it basically just reformatted what you gave it, but... And then I asked it to title an autobiography about an English professor who loves Disney Channel original musicals, Ted Danson, and platypuses. And this is entirely hypothetical, (laughs) as I'm I'm sure you can tell. Asking for a friend, right? A Curiously Magical Life. The Autobiography of Professor Patricia Platypus. (laughs) So I don't know where the Patricia came from, but... There's also Living an Eclectic Life. The Memoirs of Professor Edward T. Danson, platypus-loving musical enthusiast. You definitely got more of a word salad answer. Yeah. You've got your work cut out for you. 
Now that, oh, cut. Now that there's a title for your book, you have to write it. What in the? <laughs> Fern, <laughs> you silly cat. She's gonna be trapped in there. Oh. Serves her right. <laughs> Is that a wrap? Of knowledge. Ha <laughs> ha!